Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula, registered investment advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner and myself. My name is Chris Swan. Really do appreciate you joining us today. Here's how you reach out. 419-794-3030. 419-794-3030. Online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, you know, most of us are hitting a daily wall because we're so exhausted. Can the same be said about your retirement plan? We've got some ideas on what should be included in the ultimate million-dollar portfolio, all this and more. But first, let me check in with a, a combo I don't think we've had on the show before yet. We talked about this right before we started here, but uh, Nolan Baker and Chaz Price, glad to be with you guys. How are you doing today? I think we're doing great. Yeah, we've got the ultimate duo together. So good show talking today. Going to be sharing ideas on how to build the ultimate million-dollar portfolio. And as two guys that uh, spearhead some of the financial side, I think you'll get a wealth of information. But yeah, we're uh, enjoying the holidays and uh, enjoying time with our family and, uh, and of course, enjoying time sharing some ideas to kick off the new year for all of our listeners. Absolutely. You know, it, it is the season, it is the time of year to look forward to 2022 and making those resolutions, losing weight, you know, hitting into the gym, whatever it is. And can making financial New Year's resolutions improve your economic outlook? That's one of the questions actually asked by a new Fidelity survey. Its research suggests that the simple act of making a resolution, it may have a transformative effect, but it is important to keep the intentions going well beyond January and actually turn them into lifelong habits. It's not just one thing to register, you know, to go to the gym in January and then let that tail off, but actually sticking with it. How do you guys help people accomplish this? Uh, Is it by setting clear and specific financial goals and and milestones that are realistic? Yeah, I think that's one thing. Um, I enjoy having that conversation with clients in in the beginning of the year, kind of talking about their financial goals as well. And we help clients do that with a tool uh, that we've kind of developed here in the office. It's more of an uh, an interactive exercise that we try to have with clients. And what we're trying to help them determine is having those honest, open conversations with their spouse about what's important to them about money. And we found that if we're able to have a conversation that strikes an emotional chord with them as it relates to their money, that they're typically more inclined to stay committed to that goal. And so, you know, sometimes what that involves is, you know, having those tough conversations about what's most important to them. Is it spending time with family? Is it spending frivolously and and having fun? Or, you know, making sure that their nest egg doesn't run out. And sometimes we identify in those conversations that the spouses have competing goals as it pertains to, to their money. Mm. And it's, it's often very eye-opening. Uh, sometimes it's often described as kind of therapeutic, where maybe now they finally have a platform, a non-financial spouse has an opportunity to talk about what's important to them. And, and we're able to help articulate those goals, uh, turn them into actionable steps that we can help them stay accountable to and, and monitor. Uh, for instance, you know, if, if we identify that spending time is most important for the spouses in the new year, we can, you know, we'll talk about and say, okay, what does that look like? You know, what does that mean a date night once a, once a week or once a month or something like that? And then we'll hold them accountable. And so in our annual review or, or quarterly review, whenever we get together, we'll say, okay, guys, how many date nights did you have? You know, what, what did you guys do? And we'll actually, 
you know, document and, and set aside uh, dollars, cash flows for those purposes, um, things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun time to have these conversations, but it is very important that you have a conversation about financial goals. Yeah, and I think as you're looking at your New Year's resolution, one of the most important things is, is to write it down. I mean, you know, if you look at the statistics that are out there, some of the top reasons that people are looking to make financial resolutions are really to live debt-free. I would say it's been my experience with working with so many retirees over the years that one of the characteristics of uh, a happy retired couple is they ultimately live debt-free. Uh, so that could be one of the top goals and objectives that you begin to work on towards in the new year. The survey that was also completed by 401k specialist uh, also found out that 71% of respondents were able to stick to their 2021 financial resolutions. And that number's up from 58% in 2020. So I think people that are getting those resolutions out there, documenting those, and as Chaz talked about, developing steps and a plan and being able to be held accountable to those are achieving those goals. And then the last is more than 85% of respondents felt having a plan in place to help achieve them better deal with some of the unexpected things that come up. You know, 2020 is a good example with the unexpected expected but life is going to throw you unexpected uh, things that happen and by you know again having a plan in place to deal with what happens when the unexpected happens it allows you to kind of walk through some different outcomes that mm -hmm. could happen and and i think that's one of the values of sitting down and talking with a you know a third person like a financial professional to get that outside advice and guidance to give you a, some ideas and things that maybe you didn't think about yeah and I, I would just add to that nolan too i've had conversations with clients just starting off the financial planning process and i'll say okay what do you guys want to accomplish what's important to you and oftentimes they really don't know They've never taken the time to actually understand and articulate it, what it means to be financially successful. Oftentimes, the, just the industry and the markets in general have caused people to just think more. I just want more, uh, whatever that means, more money, higher balances, more income. But that's not strong enough. You know, it's, it's not a, a, it doesn't have that emotional tie to it like sending my kids to college debt-free, you know, getting them out of college. You know, so that when the markets are choppy, like now, uh, we're in a, you know, an up and down, you know, sideways market where there's not much movement one way or the other and they're getting antsy or we see a March of 2020 again where the market drops, you know, a significant amount in a couple of weeks. They're more inclined to stay in their seat because we've articulated what this money is for. It's not just more. You know, you guys both mentioned the word accountability there. And I think studies will show it's one of the reasons that so many resolutions uh, whatever the resolution may be, falls flat in, in the next year. Not to discourage people out there from making them, obviously, but you know the people who who go to the gym at the beginning of January and then they kind of disappear, and it's a little quieter come March. The personal trainers that they hire as seasonal help, they go from January through March or so. It's because people lack that accountability, and so their plans kind of fall off. But if you stick with it, if you have someone to hold you accountable, whether it be you know a personal trainer at the gym, whether it be a financial planner, a financial professional to make sure that you stay on track, it really optimizes your chances of success for whatever that re resolution may be. You know, you guys don't just play the role of, of financial professionals, financial advisors, a little bit of a relationship counseling there, as Chaz just pointed out. And in, in this regard, you know, those financial personal trainers. So if you're serious about 2022 being the year that you want to get serious about retiring, pick up the phone, give a call, schedule a time to speak with America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Now, when you invest your hard-earned money, how do you decide where you're going to invest in? Uh, CNBC's Kate Rooney has a surprising result of a new survey by her network. 
Turns out social media is having an outsized impact on investment choices, at least for newer traders. Social media is the most popular way for traders below the age of 34 to do their diligence. Investors older than 64, meanwhile, still overwhelmingly rely on discussions with their broker or financial advisor. So this is a whole other step from water cooler talk. We're talking, you know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, things like that. What do, what do you think of that, getting investment advice from social media? Well, this topic really fits well with today's show on, you know, how to build the ultimate million dollar portfolio. And if we take a look at it, you know, social media is in your face all the time. And, you know, I have Facebook, I get on there, I post pictures of my kids at hockey, and I, of course, scroll through and And I don't know if it's because of my job or because of my financial net worth or whatever the case happens to be. But as I, I scroll through Facebook, uh, I certainly see investment ads. In fact, uh, just the other day, I had a client who reached out to me uh, about an ad that he saw on Facebook that was talking about the total collapse of the economy is in the imminent future uh, here coming up. And he wanted to know if he should reposition all of his accounts because of the uh, a video and article that he saw. And so, you know, what I had to explain to him is first and foremost, keep the end goal in mind when you see some of those ads or articles that are on there. So, you know, what I had told him is I said, well, skip to the last three minutes and see what this company's pitching. Well, they happen to be pitching their investment software for $4,500 a year, uh, which I'm not saying is good or bad software. But again, you know, they had an end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. So they spooked him. And, you know, maybe that news wasn't really designed to you know, help him, it was designed to sell their software. And again, I'm not saying their software is good or bad, but you know, the news media and, and we're on the media, of course, we're trying to get people's attention. You know, what we want to do is we want to help people make smart, educated decisions about what they should do with their overall investments. Again, I'll just go back to the stats. If we look at the article from CNBC, you know, what we find is that with social media, it does play a big role for newer investors. And I would also say as as retirees get more and more involved with social media, from my personal experience, it's probably uh, impacting their investment decisions more often. But the CNBC article said that more than a third said they used research from investment ideas uh, that's compared to 15% who began their investment career just a few years earlier in 2019. So up quite a bit. And on the flip side, only 9% researched investment ideas through direct discussions with a financial advisor. Uh, that's compared to 29% or more of the seasoned investors who did get advice from a financial professional. So again, I'm biased. I've you know been in the business for 26 years. Uh, I've gone through market crashes and corrections. Uh, I think one of the challenges about younger investors is, you know, 2008 may not be something that they really ever remember the experience of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and quite frankly, a you know 30-year-old today may not have had nearly the financial investments saved up you know, 10 or 12 years ago when they were 18 or 20. So that crash didn't really hit home with them. Uh, but us, you know, as seasoned advisors who've been in the business a little bit longer, you know, have more of an experience and can give you uh, some guidance to not get caught chasing the hot news. Uh, I have a couple of more tips on, you know, again, ideas on how to build out that ultimate million dollar portfolio. But before I do so, Chaz, uh, any tips or feedback you'd give on social media? Yeah, I just I, I echo those same comments. The one thing that I would mention, it's kind of like that old adage where you, you believe some of what you see and none of what you hear. But more importantly, I think it's going to continue to be to play a bigger part of investments 
in, uh, in in investment strategies, and you know, I'll just kind of draw your attention to the meme stocks. Oh yeah. Um, Arguably, in January, that was probably even a bigger story in the financial markets than COVID's impact on the markets. Not really talking about any individual stocks, but some of these stocks that were uh, highly shorted um, by big head funds, managers, um, you know, just really had a negative outlook. Amateur investors that now had access to social media to kind of coordinate their efforts and, you know, push back against some of these these big institutional managers and by communicating online and social media allowed them, you know, to again coordinate and and build some of these stocks up and really cause a significant loss to uh, a lot of the institutional managers. So it's kind of like the little guy won, you know, and and we proved and and retail investors proved that they can make a difference, you know, by organizing through social media. And so be careful that in some respects is good. You know, obviously if somebody makes money, there's usually somebody on the other end that loses. And you know, if you're just getting into, you know, the social media chat rooms and reddits and, um, you know, following the tweets of some of the, the most b- richest people in the world, billionaires, um, you just have to be careful what their intentions are. Again, don't be seduced into the trend. Talk with the financial advisor. Make sure that it's a sound strategy as it relates to your plan. So, Chance, you know, you serve in our investment committee, and I know one of the things that we talk about when we go around and we're looking at our investment selection process is you talk about one of the you know, specific characteristics of success. And again, today's show on how to build the ultimate million-dollar portfolio. What would you say would be the biggest percentage of people being successful um, is it, you know, picking the right stock? Is it, you know, getting in and out at the right time? Mm-hmm. What, you know, have you found in your experience to be the ultimate way to help build that strong million dollar portfolio? Yeah. So uh, I think the biggest contributor to your success as an investor is going to be your asset allocation. You know, your long term strategic um, asset allocation and then the amount of money that you have in stocks, not necessarily what stocks you own. And, you know, that's really kind of what the market's been based upon and what our financial strategies are based upon since the 1960s. We call it modern theory. It's pretty much been proven that that's going to contribute to about 90% of your performance is how much stock you have, not necessarily which ones. So like in 08 and 09, regardless of how or what stock you own, if it was the best stock in the world, you probably still lost. You know, the number one performing asset class in that time was a government bond. So getting that mix right is really what I think a financial advisor earns their money from. And that's important to understand. So again, if you're listening today and you're learning about how to build out the ultimate million dollar portfolio, one of the things that you need to understand is that there are a lot of different investment styles and approaches, uh, technical analysis. And, you know, Chaz talked just briefly about the meme stocks and chasing what's hot. It gets very easy to get caught up into the chasing the, the hot investment approach, but the painful lessons that that creates for investor is nothing new. You know, you saw it in the 2008 crash when one in three people in California were realtors because it was so easy to flip real estate. Mm -hmm. Uh, You saw it in the dot-com bubble burst of 2000. Heck, this goes all the way back to the tulip craze, you know, back in the 1800s. You know, every single time, this is an area where you don't want to be the last one to the party. So, you want to stick with the sound principles of investing and then to try to optimize it, I think it's to, to kind of put your flavor and approach to it. So us here at the, our office at the Retirement Guys, 
you know, one of the things that we're looking for right now when we're looking through the asset allocation approach is we're trying to identify specific stocks that have high cash balances in their bank account. They have low debt and high return on equity. So when we filter down kind of our favorites, we're putting them through a defined filtered strategy. And, and the important thing is the stick with that disciplined investment approach is going to, going to be the key characteristics of helping you become a successful investor in good times and bad, not chasing investment results. In fact, if anybody wants to know what some of our you know favorite stocks are you can always reach out to us uh, of course on our youtube channel uh, we walk you through some of our uh, methodology but uh, if you ever want to see what that secret chili recipe is we're always <laughs> available to talk about your portfolio and your holdings and and share ours with you and yeah. the number is uh, 419-794-3030 really easy to get a hold of 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com if something on social media piques your interest you know take a look behind the curtain and then, uh, you know, speak with the retirement guys and, and find out what the truth is behind it, whether it is something worth going after or not. Again, 419-794-3030. Now, here on the show, and I know in the offices, you guys talk a lot about multiple streams of income, which makes sense. But all, all those different income streams, aren't they going to be taxed in different ways? How do you go about figuring out how to calculate all that? That's a good question. And it, it uh, definitely is a big part of what we do as financial advisors. It's Again, I love adages. I love rules of thumb because I think it's easy for people to remember and understand. But it's not necessarily what you make, but it's what you keep. And I think that, um, you know, we can all appreciate that. And we're all expecting uh, tax returns and uh, 1099s and things like that as we're gathering our documents. Uh, I would just say that in terms of taxes, uh, there's a couple of approaches, I guess, when it comes to, you know, mitigating taxes. We obviously can't avoid paying taxes. That wouldn't be legal, but we can <laughs> mitigate them as much as we can. And, you know, one of the simple strategies that I often refer clients to is a process what we call as asset location versus just having asset allocation in their portfolio. So as we just mentioned, uh, you know, one of the ways to build a million dollar portfolio is to have the proper asset allocation, making sure we have the right amount of stocks and bonds. Well, one way to keep the million dollar portfolio and to grow it is to make sure that our assets, our stocks and our bonds are located in the appropriate accounts. What that would involve is, you know, let's say for instance, in a taxable bond portfolio, you know, that's generating ordinary interest and income that you're gonna get taxed on. Why not have your, your income producing securities in an IRA? And in that sense, then that income that's spinning off every month or quarter or what, what have you is sheltered inside of a, a tax shelter, an IRA. Conversely, if you've got some growth-oriented stocks in there, um, if you've got uh, you know, low-paying dividend stocks that traditionally don't pay dividends, but they reinvest those earnings and those dividends into research and development opportunities so that you get more growth maybe those would be appropriate to hold in a taxable account, like your after-tax accounts. And so, you know, the money that you would normally be paying in tax, you keep that in your account, and it also earns interest. Um, you know, and, and I, I think the other op opportunity there is tax conversions, um, making sure that we're taking advantage of low income or even negative income at the end of the year for retirees specifically. I think we talked about this in a few sessions ago, where we had some clients that are on Social Security. Uh, Social Security is not all taxable, and in some cases they pay no income tax or very little. 
And so if you're not using your standard deduction to its fullest extent, then maybe it would make sense to convert some traditional IRA dollars into Roth and help offset some of that standard deduction that you may not have available. Yeah, and I'd say bottom line there, a takeaway again to build that million dollar portfolio is if you haven't gone through our millionaires tax checklist, um, as Chaz is pointing out, some of these on the list, I would encourage you get a hold of us, uh, get a copy of our million dollar tax checklist. We can kind of walk through this together in your own personal situation and see which of these apply and really just try to help turbocharge 2022 for you. Happy to go over that with you. You can go online and uh, americasretirementheadquarters.com to request that. You can give them a call, 419-794-3030. If you do have a million dollars you know, saved in, in your 401k, that's fantastic. But how is it going to be when it comes time uh, to, to pay the, the tax man? Is that going to be a million dollars? Is it going to be $750,000? Whatever it's going to be, make sure that you develop a strategy. You account for taxation to help uh, make sure that you get to keep as much of, of what you've made so far. 419-794. That's how the Retirement Guys formula can help you out. So, so far, we've talked about how to pick stocks and how to keep the tax man away from retirement when it comes to building out the ultimate million-dollar portfolio. Let's say someone has done this well and, and they came to you with a million dollars in retirement savings and asked you to build said portfolio. What would that allocation look like? Well, if I take a look at it, one of the things, if you're listening today, I appreciate you staying tuned with us. We've got a lot of great information. I'll continue to touch on it, but I know we're coming up on our time here before too long. So if you have a pen and paper, one of the things that I want you to do is uh, write down the word, the independent income system. Mm -hmm. Just go on Google and type in the independent income system. And we've got on our YouTube channel there under America's Retirement Headquarters, uh, you'll see an additional conversation on all the different tips and tricks that we talk about, all the threats and opportunities to help build out that solid portfolio for you. But, you know, one of the things that's been my experience in working with people that are close to or in retirement time is, you know, oftentimes investors have a pile of money that they've built to get to retirement time. And, you know, what they do is they just kind of pick at it as they're moving into retirement time. And that to me is not really a, a very solid approach. In fact, I think there's things that are you know, much better off today that apply, uh, that can be better opportunities than where there are, there are some different threats that are at. For example, you know, interest rates are at one of the lowest levels they've ever been in the history. Uh, recently, the Federal Reserve have indicated that they're going to begin raising in the interest rate faster than what they expected because the inflation factor is getting so high. Well, how is that going to impact your bonds, your bond mutual funds, your target date funds? You know, so if you're going to be in categories that maybe are set up to have some challenges, you know, is that really an area that's going to be effective for you moving forward? You may want to begin looking at some different approaches that are out there. We've talked just recently about how uh, government savings bonds, the series I bonds uh, that you can get directly from the government are currently paying over 7% interest. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people aren't taking advantage of those. Mm -hmm. So, you know, throughout the independent income system, what we would do is we would design a bucket of money, you know, for folks that need current income, trying to make that a little bit more conservative, not subject to stock market loss or risk, you know, with the market all time high, last thing you want to do is move into retirement time have all of your money in equities and then the market blows up and you're all of a sudden down 40 or 50 percent plus taking withdrawals out you're almost dead in the water right away next you want to look at the buckets of money that are considered reliable income sources so like social security uh, pensions annuity income how to increase the predictable dividends and interest income in your portfolio 
Uh, next, you want to look at money that's designed in a bucket for future pay raises, so things will get more expensive, and making sure that you have a bucket of money designed for that. We also like to have then a bucket of money designed for long-term growth. Um, when you have time on your side, that is one of the characteristics. I think it, it helps people become more successful, especially when it comes to investing into the stock market. You know, so if you have these first couple of buckets of money, like what we do within our independent income system, then having the long-term bucket of money designed within equities uh, gives you even more growth potential for the long-term. And then last is when you put it all together, a lot of times people that walk out of our office, they say, you know what, this is really the first time I actually understand what each of my accounts are designed to do. You know, I really have a lot more better understanding as far as each account's specific purpose. The question becomes now what could blow it up? And so uh, dealing with that in our independent income system, we also deal with setting up an emergency account, oftentimes to deal with the issues of what happens in a premature death, uh, losing the income of a loved one, and or the issues of dealing with a health care crisis. So again, I've got a, another great 15 minutes of conversation that I'd love <laughs> to share with you. Again, if you just go on Google, you type independent income system, uh, you'll see my YouTube video come right up. Or if you want to jump right over to YouTube, just type in America's Retirement Headquarters. The video I'm talking about specifically today is the independent income system is going to be, you know, one of the ways to help build that ultimate million dollar portfolio for you in the long run. It's a top result there if you type in independent income system right there. Easy to find. And America's Retirement Headquarters to speak with them, start developing that plan for you is easy as well. You just go to America's Retirement Headquarters dot com or you give a call 419 794 3030 You know, we started the show talking about New Year's resolutions, and uh, I'm going to task you guys out there, maybe make 2022 the year that you get serious about your retirement, or if 2022 is the year you plan on retiring, all the more reason to really fine-tune that plan, see what steps you need to take. Maybe it's a couple years off, but there are definitely moves that you can make right now to prepare yourself for that so that when the time comes, you know that you're going to be okay. Again, 419-794-3030. You can always find them online. America's Retirement Headquarters.com. I want to thank you so much for joining us today, spending some time with us here on America's Retirement Headquarters uh, with Nolan Baker and Chaz Price. Guys, glad to be with you as always. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Yeah, I just want to say thanks again for having me on the show. It's been a good year. I enjoyed uh, our time together and wish everybody happy new year. Yeah, and I'll leave everybody with a quote from Jay Allen Shaw. The quote is, don't make resolutions without an action plan. The secret to success is right in your hands. So best of luck, uh, everybody. Enjoy the holiday season. Stay safe and healthy. And uh, just remember, when you think retirement, think the retirement guys. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussion not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.